You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. And today we are doing something a little different. We are recording on a Saturday night because (laughs) we are too fucking lazy to go to work tonight. And we were like, fuck it. Instead of recording our usual Monday morning... Let's uh, get to sleep in Monday and use this night <laughs> to do the podcast recording. I'm actually really proud of us because we are feeling very unmotivated and I, uh, part of me is trying to be a little kinder to me when I feel like time off um, and then we're still being productive. So I don't know. So we're justified. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're using you guys as a procrastination tool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start with our life updates. What do you got for me? Life updates. Um, I am back in the swing of university. Like how you say it, like it's a sh- life updates. <laughs> it's like we don't ask this. Every yeah. Week. <laughs> what? Oh my god! I didn't know you were gonna ask this. Okay, well I just happen to have this right now. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I feel like. And I, yeah, I'm just back at university. I finished my another um, article to be submitted to an academic journal. Um, and then that's... Oh, I got my ID out. Big that life was, changes That here. was very exciting for me. Um, a couple weeks ago, um, I made it all about me. And I was asking what everyone's um, experience with getting their... IUD out or like getting off yes, the interview with Riley's uterus. Yes, yeah. go check it out. Um, but it's my first time off hormones and um, not to age myself, but like 12 years. Yeah. Isn't that insane? That I've just been on hormones for 12 years. Um, so anyway, I got my IUD out, um, I guess a week ago now. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited to see if... Um, what happens if I change as a person? Oh my God, what if I hate you? What if me and your boyfriend hate you? What if everyone hates you? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to shove it right that, back in. Get that little anxiety. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know, maybe Saturday nights is Bentley's like exercise time, but he is going hard. So if you hear yeah. his little feetsies, well, we're sorry usually about that. At, well, yeah, you're usually at work, so he's just having a fucking breakdance party down here. Apparently. Oh, oh look at that. Bless. <laughs> bless you, Ben. <laughs> Um, those are big things. Congratulations on your paper. That's vi- excuse me. I really thought you were gonna say my IUD. <laughs> and your IUD. <laughs> now you're just raw dog in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. Mostly about the paper. I could care less about yes. your uterus, but yeah, uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Apparently, he also has allergies on a Saturday night. So I'm sorry about the uh, random sniffling and yeah. What's going on with him? He's just very needy today. He got very neglected. Kind of met that on a podcast. Me? Neglect my dog? <laughs> no, just today. I was very busy today. So now he's... Um, pumped up. Pumped up, yeah. He's like, she's home. <laughs> Give me attention. Um, okay. Life updates on my end. Uh, people are so fucking friendly to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I really thought I had a resting bitch face, but apparently I'm very welcoming, so fuck all y'all that Sam intimidating. <laughs> um, and uh, first, I'm sitting at the beach by myself, reading my book, and this guy comes up. It was actually one of the most awkward and weird interactions I've had in a long time. He came, and I'm, like, lying down topless. Mm-hmm. And he comes up and stands, like, um, the to the front of me and a little off to my right. Right. Right? So, like, a little bit closer so to my right shoulder. So, at 2 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. At my, like, yeah, one thirty. if we want to be really okay. particular. So, he comes and squats down by me, and he's like, um... I need to find the seawall. And I'm like, bitch, we're on it. (laughs) What's wrong? He's like, Stanley Park. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, I'm terrible. I explained to someone who doesn't understand the area at all. Like, okay. So I was like, well, you literally just follow this. this, You're on the seawall right now. Just keep going. And you'll get there. And then he's like, a beach? And I'm like, well, well, like, not really. Like, if you want beach with sand, like, you need to go to English Bay. Yeah. But now I'm like, how do I explain to you how to get to the English Bay from here? Like, does this man not have Google Maps? That's like, he's holding his phone the whole time. And then I'm like, is this man like videotaping me or something? I don't know. Just like, kind of got me weird vibes. So I was like, take out your phone, English Bay. And then he's like, okay. And I'm like, okay. And then I go back to read my book. He literally sat there for another like three plus, three to five minutes, just standing over, like squatting beside me. 
And I was like, okay, well, have a good day. And he's like, yeah. And then he stayed there. I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to reading. You you can go have a good day now. Yeah. And then he finally left. It was so weird. Like, it was extremely awkward five minutes of him just, like, still lingering beside me. It was bizarre. Yeah. And I was like, this is like it for me nice. I should have said the minute he came out, I should have been like, go fuck yourself. Leave yeah. me alone. And then the same day, after that, I'm like having like a me day. So I like want to go sit at the park, you know, read my book, get in the sun, and then I'm going to go sit at a coffee shop and read, and then I was going to have my pedicure and nails done. I was having like a little me day. Except everyone wanted to join on my fucking me day. So I like go to the coffee shop, and I'm sitting there, and Tina Turner's playing, rest in peace, passed away this past week. Great performer, great artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, her song's like on, I'm like bobbing my head to whatever. And then this older, like elderly lady beside me was like, oh, she's great. Tina Turner is great. Oh, my Dane. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, she's fabulous. And I'm like, again, have my book out reading. Yeah. Like, I clearly want to get through this book. I'm enjoying this book. And then, uh, so obviously, like, I'm always, I always make the point to talk when like elderly people talk to me because, like, it's, elderly people are like notoriously lonely yeah. and a lot of people ignore them right like they become kind of invisible so I always make a point to definitely engage with them when they talk and uh, so I'm talking to her and then she kind of like stops talking and I go back to my book and then she goes so what book are you reading I'm like oh for God's sakes I'm like this book blah 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 Anyways, I'm not reading right now thank you yeah, well, I was trying to read no it was, it was and then I left and I went to my nail appointment and I'm at my nail appointment and I'm like getting my now I'm on my pedicure and this woman comes sits beside me and Right away, she starts talking to me about how she's single, she divorced a couple years ago from California, and um, it's hard to meet people, and, and, like, we literally talk for so long, and, like, my nails are done, my pedicure's done, I'm like, I go. Anyway, so we talked about um, pretty much everything, her job, California, her family, divorce, catfishing online, like, how she got catfished, like, her whole... The whole well, story. Life story, yeah. Yeah, how she met a gentleman in the um, elevator. I didn't know if he was if he was married or not. I was like, oh, you should just ask him next time. She's like, you're so smart for someone so young. And I'm like, I love both those things that you just yeah. said. Um, but yeah, but she was she was very nice too. So everyone aside from the creepy man that lingered was awesome. Um, but I was just like, oh, my one day, I really want to just like not have to speak to a soul. Yeah. And like, everyone was like, this girl looks like she wants to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine, I guess. It serves me like serves me right for all the time. I'm like Vancouver's unfriendly. That's yeah. the friendliest fucking place in the world. <laughs> yeah, really, it is so unfriendly though. Yeah, I guess not to me though. Yeah. I'm taking all the friendliness <laughs> apparently. <laughs> uh, what about work updates for you? Yeah, so I want to give a massive shout out to Allison and Paula, who are listeners of this podcast, um, and came to visit me. Um, well, just happened to be at the club. Uh, this past weekend, I guess, or no, I guess the weekend before that. Um, and I was doing my little wandering around the club. Was I there? No. No, no, you weren't. That's I think right. it was a Friday. Oh, yeah. Or, okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, I don't know why you weren't there. I don't think I know the story, do I? No, I didn't tell We're you. We're doing a very good job of not telling yeah. you the story. <laughs> um, but I'm doing the little walk around the club. And I, sorry, I can't, can't remember which one of you lovely ladies it was, but came up to me and was like, you're Riley from the podcast. Oh, cute. <laughs> and I would get so awkward, like, like not, when people say stuff like it's that, right? in the wild, yeah. Yeah, I like a red, like it's just, yeah, it's very awkward for me. And then she calls her sister over who she's there with and is saying like, she's like, oh, I've heard so much about you from like my sister listening to the podcast. We love you guys. (laughs) Yeah, it was very sweet. So then um, they tipped on stage, which I was very grateful for. And then they were sitting right next to a booth of a, a guys group that were meeting up a bunch of friends or something um, from America. And, you know, they're hanging out for a while. And I see that the girls have like started like sat with the group of guys and they were like hanging out and stuff and I think they took some money to tip me on stage. And then all of a sudden I'm like sitting uh standing at the bar and this guy comes beelining it to me and he was like, Oh, so me and these two girls wanna dance from you right now. What are you doing? And I was like, nothing dancing for you <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so we went and collected um allison and paul and this guy who they had uh, like found in the night was named steve and um the three of them took me for two dances nice um yeah which was very lovely um and steve paid for it so thank you sugar daddy steve <laughs> no shit nice um 
Like and Steve? They, like our Steve? No, no, oh, okay. no, no. This was just like, we just, yeah, Got random it. called Steve. And I was like, oh, sugar daddy Steve. Um, so it was the first time that I'd ever done like three people at the same time. And of course the booths at the club that we work at Not are quite convenient. small. So yeah. it was like um, Allison and Paula on the like couch and then Steve on like the chair. And I was doing like a little 360 dance but it was very lovely and I really appreciated that they found a man to find me, uh, to give me money <laughs> nice um so I wanted to give a shout out to them thank you Allison and Paula yeah but fuck you guys I'm not coming on day I am <laughs> <laughs> no that's very cute uh yeah it is funny when people are like oh I know you from the podcast and then they like know you right yeah. and you're like you have to go through everything they've fuck. ever said <laughs> yeah yeah I um yeah I've definitely had that before the worst is if you're, like, maybe someone in a bad mood that day. And then someone's yeah. like, I know you from the podcast. And you're like, you're Fuck. a gun. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Never be your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Never be <Fuck>. your heroes. <laughs> oh, boy. That's hilarious. That's what they say, yeah. yeah. Um, do we want to do our little up work update together? About our, the lovely time that we had on Saturday. Saturday. Oh no, I have more work updates than not involve you first. Oh, okay. Um, so well, last I have one more. We'll save us to okay. do it together. Um, the last episode, I think it was, you talked about seeing someone on their phone looking up Indeed. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> so I was working the other day, and the girl comes up. I'm the Indeed girl. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, yo, Riley. I was on the Indeed app when Riley saw me. I'm the, I'm the Indeed girl. I was so funny. And she's like, and I got a job and a good salary. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. at a girl. Yeah, proud of you. Um, and then uh, other than that, yeah, I had um, a pool party of um, very lovely construction worker style men. And they were um, very all friendly and um, drunk and say friendly one more time. Friendly <laughs> and drunk and nice, and it was a nice friendly. little friendly and uh, yeah, nice little day gig. I uh, can't complain about that on a at a pool party with yep. a bunch of nice, kind, friendly. <laughs> and then well, you don't want to say they're broke, okay? Nope. And uh, <laughs> and then um, so funny. I was working the club. This was last weekend. And this guy went for um, a dance with me. And he was like, you have the perfect face and the perfect pussy. And he's like, and people can buy bodies, but they could not buy a face like that and a pussy like that. And I so so badly wanted to be like, actually, I did. (laughs) I actually bought both of those. (laughs) But I like I literally like like laughed a lot like giggled to myself. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you. No, they can't. <laughs> they cannot. I grew these myself. <laughs> Actually, I grew this plus some, and now, <laughs> and now I just have these lips. <laughs> but oh, it was so funny. I laughed. So I was like, as soon as I was like, cannot wait till Riley. Yeah, amazing. Girl, people can't buy a pussy. I'm like, they literally, literally yeah. can. All aspects of it. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so that was pretty funny. And then. I had um, a, a quick two-hour gig on, like, a Sunday, mm-hmm. and the guys were awesome, um, super nice, super generous, super friendly. So, like, my, my gigs this, this past, like, little while have been really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? You said you had another work update before we jumped to ours. I have one, but I think it would be a nice contrast to what I'm about, to what we're about to share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, start us off. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... There were, we had um, some lovely guides from the island come in and visit, and uh, they were very generous with the fives on stage, um, and through a ton, and it was the first time that I was ever able to do a uh, snow angel in the in $5 bills. <laughs> I literally just like at one point just lay down and did a snow angel. No, they were awesome. Yeah. That was really fun. I um I really did enjoy that. They were they were super fun and like it's rare that you get like quite young guys with like 
wanted to throw stacks and yeah. like they were super supportive and no, it was just a good time. We just like got to goof around on stage and like do like the dreidel. Yeah, we did a dreidel <laughs> move, which they loved. Um, they were they were just like loving everything that they did as well. It's like they were very respectful. Um, for the most part to most of the girls, I did hear that they were like rude to some, um, but yeah, I just had a great time with them. They were so lovely. They were so happy to be there. They were so generous. Um, and yeah, it was just like probably the, it was probably my best stage night I've ever had. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I think that was definitely one of my top stage for sure. And I only jumped on like twice. Yeah. Um, no, that was really fun. It was, like, definitely a highlight of my time at that club, for yeah. sure. It was just, like, I left my favorite when it's, like, you're with, like, customers that are fun. Mm-hmm. You're actually generally enjoying their company. Also, they're generous. Also, yeah. you're going to, like, goof around with your best friend. Like, that's what I'm, like, I fucking love this job. Yeah. Now let's hear about your terrible experience. Yeah, so the next day. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> yeah, so lovely. The next day, I literally had, um, there was a group of guys that were in, and they were waving around dollar bills to try and get girls' attention. Oh, the worst. And I was the last on stage, and this guy puts up a dollar bill and leaves his hand on it. And then when I go to walk over there, this man, like, snatches it back. A dollar. And I said to him... Like an American dollar bill. Yeah, American dollar bill. Um, and it's I said, dollar thirty-three. Yeah. (laughs) But I was like, oh, you can just leave the tip on stage. And he goes, I know. And, and his, I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, and his hand is like still on the stage. And so I, with my shoe, went and like, I said, okay, well then. And then I like double tapped his hand with my shoe. I was like, like, like a horse. Get, like, off, get off my fucking stage then. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. So I really got, you know, Both the big Wait, yeah, that's the one thing I say is this job will humble you so real fast. fucking quick. <laughs> For every guy that's like, you're a goddess. Yes. Every man's like, I would touch you with a fucking 10 foot pole if you made me. Yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> righty. Mm. Uh, no, we had some highs this weekend and, and some, some lows. lows. <laughs> um, also, I feel like this leads into uh, a little disclaimer. So some of you guys might be hearing some uh, raspberries on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, which I just feel the need to explain myself. <laughs> so Danica told me about the movie Hot Fuzz. And in this one scene. Brilliant movie. Brilliant movie. In this Great one cinematic scene, adventure, yeah. <laughs> this guy does like a backwards The main guy, Simon sign. Pegg. Yeah, it does like a backwards peace sign sort of like flipping this guy off and says jog on and blows a raspberry and blowing a raspberry people don't know that term is like yeah like yeah Yeah. so ever since i heard that i can physically not stop doing it to people Rise a bit of a parent (laughs) you have to watch what you teach her (laughs) so now every time everyone she like figures off i'm like (laughs) <laughs> so I finally told Riley because I have to edit the podcast and I have to listen to them continually. And every time Riley either makes a gesture with her hands yeah. or like fake fingers someone on the podcast, she's either like gesturing and laughing about it and the people I'm listening are like, I don't get it. Yeah. Or she's like, <laughs> and they're like, why is she <laughs> making this farting sound? So that's like what she's actually doing. Um, but if it is a, an interview, then it, the whole thing is on video. So you can sign up to Patreon to watch it, to see what the fuck I'm up to. <laughs> exactly. Enticing you to buy the Patreon. Um, all righty. Moving on to random musings. We asked y'all, what dogs are we? I feel like I'm going to have to do such a quick Google on, like, some of these breeds. Okay. So, do you want me to do mine or yours first? I want you to do... I want you to... Like, can you swap swap? Is it too hard? Um, no, I can do that. You can do yours first. Okay. Um, and then you have to tell me what you think I am. And I'll tell you what I think you are. Okay. So... Wait. Do we do that before we get the suggestions in? Um, I already, I already picked what I thought you were. And I told what someone that knows us both. And yeah. I was like, what dog do you think Riley is? And they're like, ah, oh. it's like, and they describe the dog. And I was like, is it this? And I like showed them the picture of it. They're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know she is literally that dog, but, um, okay. While I'm saying mine, you can think of what you think I am. And then at the end, we'll tell each other what we think the other one is. 
So this is what the listeners wrote in as me. <laughs> okay. Pomeranian. A standard poodle, highly intelligent and super well groomed. <laughs> um, an Afghan Afghan hound, top tier, elegant, rare. Border, border collie, focused, driven, hardworking. Poodle, intelligent, always looks ready for the function but can have an attitude. Danica's a chow chow because she's all fluffed up and pretty, but she could bite you. <laughs> One of those ten thousand dollar Frenchies. <laughs> Pomeranian poodle, um, a poodle, a teacup palm, uh, a. I always say this one wrong. Uh, Bichon Freeze. Bichon? Yeah. yeah. yeah um, Afghan Hound, because long, beautiful, perfectly styled hair. Uh, train, uh, uh, Rottweiler, both loving and protective. Won't take shit. Big dick energy. <laughs> um, a dog trained to sniff out black cars and contraband, then sell her findings on the black market. <laughs> <laughs> That's a specific dog. Yeah. Uh, Chihuahua. And a Yorkshire Terrier teacup that sits in a Louis Vuitton dog carrier and sips Evian. Spoiled and pampered. <laughs> um, and then Riley's are Golden Retriever. Yes. A yes. Golden Retriever, a true fan favorite, always bringing up kind energy. Uh, golden Retriever. Silly with, a, <laughs> silly with a side of bitch, please. Uh, an Aussie Doodle, Golden Doodle, that's white blonde colored. Just look at them with those little, like... Cry cute eyes. Um, Australian Shepherd. Australian Shepherd. Easygoing, affectionate, intelligent, and luxurious hair. A German Shepherd or a Kelpie. Um, Riley's a Greyhound because she is cute, has long limbs, and is spazzy, but an adorable. <laughs> a Golden Retriever. A Teacup Poodle. Yellow Lab. Herding, um, herding a dog that herds all of the high rollers just, just towards the stage, just in time for her set. <laughs> a Golden Retriever. Uh, a Sheba, adorable, friendly, internet famous. <laughs> and then one just sent in this chihuahua with a bunch of pickles around me, <laughs> which is personally my fucking favorite. Oh, and that's then amazing. someone gave us a very detailed um, one, a breakdown. So Danica, Bull Arab, and Riley German Shepherd. Bull Arab is even tempered, can be aggressive in some cases, or has a reputation to be, and is excellent at hunting pigs. Lol. I was like, haha, I love it. What about the German Shepherd screams Riley? Highly intelligent and motivated, but anxious as fuck. Wants to, <laughs> wants to dabble in everything, but that's also you too. I said, damn, I was like, you really hit the nail on the head. Yes. Love it. And they're like, German Shepherds don't have separation anxiety like other types of dogs. It's more like they need to do shit anxiety and really anxious to succeed, but that's what makes them fuck up. Like my shepherd, when he's training, he's super excited, which is anxiety in dogs. I'll ask him to turn around and he'll play dead instead. You know exactly what to do. You just get so overwhelmed that you can't function. That's you. Oh, <laughs> um, I love it. Okay. Um, okay, for me, what I think you are is a whippet. <laughs> and it's literally you in dog form. I can't. <laughs> and I'll post it on Instagram what the whippet dog is if you don't know. Um, but they're very <laughs> cute. And it's literally you. <laughs> Whippets are just like large versions of greyhounds, right? Aren't they? <laughs> oh hey you know I got an auto plus you don't have those ears anymore oh this is you pre- post our pre <laughs> it's literally just like legs and limbs and then like has tails tucked in between his legs <laughs> yeah so Whippet is like very is like between the size of an Italian greyhound and a regular greyhound yeah and it's um it's description on here is Whippets are gentle non-aggressive and enjoy human companionship they can be apartment dog if exercised a couple of times a day Whippets do not like being hold and hate hard surfaces. Consider a whippet if you don't want it, mind it being on furniture. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's just you. It just looks just like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, temperament gentle, friendly, playful, intelligent. <laughs> yeah, it's you. So you. <laughs> um, I would say that you're a Pomsky. Okay, because they're so fucking cute. Uh, they're <laughs> small, <laughs> um, but they have some Siberian Husky in them, so they're typically quite smart. Typically quite smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes they get a little too much of the, uh, palm in them. <laughs> Fair. Um, 
These, it says Pomskis uh, will win you over with their darling dainty faces, but are also fiercely loyal companions who will follow your every step. They can be willful yet cheeky and love to make their families laugh. Yeah. Wow, we really know each other. <laughs> Love that for us. We'll post those on uh, the Instagram so you guys get the visual. If you're driving, don't Google it. We will post it later. But yeah, that was fun to see uh, what y'all thought of us. And it's cr- almost creepy how well y'all know us. <laughs> um, and then we're just going to go through last week's poll, which was what's one thing you wish someone told you about sex when you were younger? And we got quite a few uh, good ones that came in. The first one is... It isn't something you owe your partner and your needs are important too. You, specifically me, will get emotionally attached. Um, A lot of men really do just want sex and will act differently once it happens. Emotional connection makes it good. Random sex is always disappointing. Sex is not just penetrative and doesn't end when one person climaxes. Cum rags. And I have questions, more questions than answers here about cum rags. Uh, that a woman can only get pregnant around ovulation. It doesn't revolve around making him come. It's an energy exchange. That consent can be revoked at any time for any reason. It's okay to say no. It's supposed to feel good for both parties. Mutual care and basic respect is not technically necessary, but it does make it way better. It's okay to wait for someone who values you. That doing it won't make a boy like you. And then this person continued into the DM and said, following my answer on the story, I lost my virginity because I was so embarrassed about being a virgin. I didn't even tell my boyfriend at the time, and I just had sex because I thought he, he would break up. He broke up anyway because he was with me to make another girl jealous. I was 15 and dumb. No, you're not dumb. You're just no. 15. That I'm just as important, and it's not just about making sure the guy comes. That it doesn't have to be performance. You're allowed to get yours too. Always pee after. That's a good one to end on. Always pee after. Um, what about you? What's something that you wish you knew? Um, a lot of those are like good points. Like mm-hmm. um, the performative thing. I'm still learning that in my 30s. That like it doesn't have to be performative. Um, I... I waited a long time. I waited till I was like, all, like past 19 mm-hmm. to have sex. And I'm happy I did that. Like, I, I definitely don't think I would have had one to have sex any earlier. I think I actually could have waited longer to have sex, to be honest. Um, and yeah, like that, like random sex is just not ever good. Like I've never had like good random sex. It's always been better with partners. If you like care about, um, the peeing after sex. But I think I already knew that cause my mom taught me a lot mm-hmm. about like the actual, like, you know, um, mechanics of sex my mom had already taught me a lot of it um but yeah more so like the emotional stuff I think like I wish I had like known in myself that I can't do random even though I never really did random sex so like I've never been a big random sex person so yeah I think more so like yeah letting myself enjoy it and not being performative I think is something I had to like unlearn yeah um my mom has like recently been going, been going through all of like my books and stuff back in New Zealand to kind of like clean out and finally shove me out of the house. <laughs> um, and she came across these two books that she gave to me when I was like in puberty. And one of them was what's happening to my body. And one of them was, um, where did I come from? And we, in the group chat with just me and my sister and my mom, my sister's just had like two girls. Um, and, we were kind of talking about, um, you know, what we had learned or like, I think my mom asked, oh, I think she said that like she was going to save the books. And I said, surely they have made better ones by now. I hope so. Yeah. And, um, she asked me straight up, uh, do you think I missed any info, like any life info? in terms of like raising me your mother did yeah and I said I don't think so I'm pretty comfortable with my knowledge or was at least comfortable with asking you anything I remember I took my mom like I was with my partner for over a year and a half before we had sex when Mm. I lost my virginity yeah and my mom took me to the like family planning clinic yeah um to get contraception and stuff um 
And she was like, yeah, I, I feel like I never discussed masturbation with you girls. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I feel like still that was a time that female masturbation and female pleasure wasn't talked about. Yes, that's very you know? true. And so I, I, I feel like that really ties into um, women not uh, thinking about their own pleasure during sex as well. Is yes. Because like you that was just fundamentally never taught us. So that is maybe something that I, I also wish that I knew was more about my own body. Yeah. And like how to... How, what is pleasurable for me before going into sex with a partner? Yeah, that's a very good point. Even like, yeah, I know a lot of like women our age even that are like still learning their bodies. And mm-hmm. I think things like, and, and your body's change and things you like changes too. So like, yeah, talking more openly about masturbation, I think. But like my mom was, my mom's very like, um, like scientifically yeah. focused, like not like sex is a pleasure thing. She'll be like, this is how sex happens. Yeah. Um, masturbation is normal. And like, you know what I mean? Like she'll yeah. be very, she's very like scientific, very like by the books, very um, direct. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'd ever be able to sit with her and be like, when I touch myself, this feels good. Or like how I touch my, like what are different ways to touch yourself? Like, I mean, yeah. like, I don't think my mom would ever be there. Um, but I do think that'd be great to have like avenues for that as children to be yeah. like, you know, good, safe ways to masturbate as a child, like, or like whatever age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just but like, like understanding what's happening with your body. Because yeah. Do you remember the first time that you orgasmed? No. Do you not? No. But everyone seems to remember theirs. I only do because it was with my boyfriend. Wow. Was the first That's time. That's the first that, time you orgasmed? Yeah. Damn. Because like I never knew anything about masturbation really. And it was like not something like that I I like understood. Yeah. That well, I think. Interesting. Like I like you know, of, of course you're like curious about your body and stuff. Yeah. But it was never something that I did. And I was like, oh, this feels good. I'm going to keep doing it. Crazy. Yeah. I masturbated a lot when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I always ask my partners about like their masturbatory yeah. practices as a kid. Because like obviously like with boys, like it's just different, right? Yeah. Because they have an actual physical thing they see when they do it. Um, and like about their first orgasms. And I remember one of my boyfriends, um, he... Because, like, little like little kids don't understand things, right? So, like, he thought that he only had a certain amount of, like, whatever that white stuff was yeah. in his life. So, he would, like, masturbate and then not let himself come because he was, like, saving up for when he was an adult. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, um, like, one of my other partners was telling me, like, he, like, once he started masturbating, he, like, literally couldn't stop. Like, he would do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was, like, with his dad in a room one time, like, at <laughs> his... Oh, they were no. sleeping and he was like in a he was in his own like um what's it called like a sleeping bag and he yeah. was like going to town and his dad like woke up and then like <laughs> he was like alright time to have like, a chat I guess yeah and then he said like the next like that morning his dad was like do you want to talk about what you were doing last night <laughs> and he was like what was I doing that day yeah. <laughs> I was like oh my god so embarrassing you're just like you know rubbing one out <laughs> in your little sleeping bag but like, but oh, like so, how are you supposed to know, right? No, like, it's and so it's funny, or like the way that like you should be embarrassed about either. No. And then you like, it makes for a great story later in life, of course. Story. Um, but it's also too like it's funny listening to how like inventive they were with masturbating. Yeah. Like guys, like one of my one of my I always ask my partners about this, and one of the partners he would like almost like make like a. a pussy pocket with like a pillow like he would like oh yeah <laughs> he would like use the pillow he'd like pull it really tight along like the pillow um what's it called like the this cover yeah what's it called pillow pillowcase pillowcase yeah he pulled the pillowcase <laughs> words with Danica and Riley <laughs> <laughs> the pillow cover <laughs> today's okay. word pillowcase <laughs> um and he would like pull it really tight along the pillow and then like go with that little like a sleeve oh, <laughs> like interesting masturbate yeah I was like, oh, those ew, pillows are like, just like rock hard, <laughs> rock hard pillows. Like <laughs> great Nick support. <laughs> yeah, gross. But yeah, it's so funny, like how like kids just like you know left their own devices. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a very good one. Learning, like teaching more about like self exploration. Yeah. And like your own sexual, like I think when we think about sex, like we think about like sex with a partner rather than just sex with ourselves. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. Um, yeah. You had a random amusing to share with us this week. I did, yeah. So um, I think I've said on the past couple of um, episodes that I've been listening to the Stripology podcast. 
and she did an episode that it were that was um etiquette for baby strippers basically like strip club etiquette and one thing that they brought up i know that we've also discussed was um approaching a table if a dancer is already there mm-hmm. so if there's like five guys at a booth and you're there is it okay for a dancer to approach the other four guys that you may not be talking to or if same same it flip, like flipped is it okay if you um approach a group that already has a dancer in it and uh she broke wendy broke it down the host of stripology of there's usually like an etiquette rule about it and there's usually a club rule about it okay and from my knowledge there's no official club rules in any of the places that i've worked in bc right but it's just an etiquette rule and then what are your thoughts about it mm. So this could also be a... We could also throw it up as a poll. Just a... Yeah, let's do a poll first, and then you and I will break it down, and then we can talk about stripology. Yeah. But I have uh, strong feelings about... I know. Situations. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But yeah, let's like... um, Yeah, let's break that down as a poll. Yeah, so basically, is it... Is it okay to approach a group of men if there is already a dancer with them? Or a group of customers, let's say. Okay, so look out for that poll on Instagram and all the other random shit I throw at you guys on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we had a listener write in telling us how much they love listening to the quizzes, and we actually get that quite a few times throughout the um, throughout the semester, throughout the <laughs> throughout the <laughs> same amount of work. <laughs> yeah, throughout the podcast season, people be like, "Are you guys gonna do another quiz? I like when you do the quizzes." Um, so. Ask and you shall receive. So we are going to do a quiz. We're each going to answer on our own phones while we yeah. do it. So the quiz is, be brutally honest in this quiz and I'll match you to an unusual job. Since we have no motivation to work at the strip club lately, yeah, we, we need to figure out a new job. Yeah. The inspiration for uh, the Indeed girl. What is going to be in our search bar? In our exactly. Indeed search bar. <laughs> um, so the first question is, where would you like to work? Event venue, office, outdoors, anywhere, I don't care. Um, okay. Are we going to say what we are answering yeah. to? Yeah. Um, I think outdoors for me. Okay. I would do office. Oh, but it, rainy. I hate that. Mm, event venue, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then the next one is, how daring are you? Choose a picture. And it says very, and it's the... Uh, the like poison uh, hazard sign, sort of daring with the danger keep out, somewhat safe, or somewhat daring but mostly safe, and then very safe. Should we say what we think the other one would answer and then say what we answer ourselves? Um, sure, yeah. Okay, uh, let's do that. I think you are somewhat daring but mostly safe. I think that you want to say that you're sort of daring but you're just mostly safe. Interesting. Okay, so I said I'm very daring. Really? But it's more so for me, like, I'm daring in, like, physical things. Like, if that makes sense. Like, I will, like, do, like, adrenaline things. Oh, yeah, without, I'll do that without, too, Without, like, cause. So I guess it's, like, yeah, maybe I'm more, I would like, say sort of daring. Yeah, I guess we're both more sort of daring. Because we are, you know, we plan. We like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of anxiety. We <laughs> do like a plan. Okay, next question. How do you like to dress? And then these ones are photos. One is like streetwear, I guess. Yep, act- like a hoodie. Wear. Um, one is a ball gown. That's like a the purple that Riley loves. Um, and that. then one is, I guess, business attire. I guess that's supposed to be. Yeah. And then the next one is a, a, a arguably a T-Rex. <laughs> is what a T-Rex? Which is a like an outdoor brand. Yeah, in like Pan- Patagonia, but yeah. like yeah. Um, and it's, it's a weird picture of a guy cropped half face and like, it's a strange choice. It's a weird choice. Um, I mean, both athleisure wear. Yeah. Easy peasy. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Which art speaks to you? Again, this is kind of hot. Okay. There's a minimalist sunrise, a stickman, stickman, poorly drawn. <laughs> yeah. Badly, but I'm choosing that one to be honest. Uh, a bunch of graffiti with just be nice over it, and then a very zoomed in um, sort of artistic shot with rotten apples. 
Yeah, I'm gonna just be nice because I have the graffiti. Yeah, I'm gonna do this awkwardly drawn stick <laughs> <laughs> Um, time to travel. Which appeals to you the most? A staycation, traveling a plane somewhere far away, shopping in a small town, or exploring and being adventurous? Um, I would say taking a plane far away. Hmm. Honestly, I'm like between three, but yeah, I guess I want to go on. I want to the fuck out of here. Let's do a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a people person? Okay, so yours is I have one close friend, and it's me. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'd rather be solo or hang out with my pet. Yes, absolutely. Or I prefer small groups of friends. Um, I I'm gonna say I prefer for yeah. I prefer small groups of friends, yeah. but I yeah. I go even one close friend. <laughs> I just yeah, I really just have one. Um, how important is technology to you? I'm glued to my phone. I'm glued to my video games. I know literally everything about technology, my, from phones to coding. I'd rather just entertain myself in other ways. Masturbating. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I say I'm glued to my phone. Yeah, I think we need to start doing separate answers for each other because we're going to have the same answer. Yeah. I, I'm glued to my phone, too. How organized are you? Extremely, maybe even annoyingly so. Moderately. I know where things are. Not at all. I would say I know where things are. Okay, I'm extremely, maybe even annoyingly so organized. Yeah. For sure. I'm arguably not at all, though. Mm. I'm going to say I know where things are, because I do. Yeah, you know where things are. Sometimes. I did put down my protein shake this morning, then immediately couldn't find it. Okay, well, I rethink that one. But I knew it was somewhere. (laughs) You had it at one point, yeah. Which one is you at the beach? And it's a literal bridal party. <laughs> My weekly bridal session. <laughs> um, someone doing windsurfing or... Yeah, something like that. Something, something in the water. Like someone chilling in the sun or someone putting on sunscreen. And I'm going to do the sunscreen because I'm very serious about my sun safety. I'm going to do a line in the sun. And finally, how active are you? I'm very active and sporty. I like to go outside sometimes. Moderately active or not at all. I'm going to say I like to go outside sometimes. Yeah. I go in like weird like peaks of activity where I want to like push themselves like crazy. I want to go really long hikes. I want to mm-hmm. bike every fucking day. I want to get back into running my 10Ks. And then I go like, you know, I take a couple weeks off of ever moving. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm going to go in the medium. I like to go outside sometimes. Yeah. Which seems like it'd be less active than the moderately. But I guess yeah, it's more. Yeah, it is less active than the moderately. Oh, no, I'll go moderately then. Yeah. What'd you get? An airplane repossessor. I got the same thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> I guess we're never leaving each other's side. <laughs> um, when a, well, actually, let me read this here. When a wealthy person or company fails to make payments on their personal jets, <laughs> you'll step in. <laughs> you'll work with a team to find the jets and work out a plan to actually take over and fly away. Oh, I don't hate this for us. Cool. I will repossess all the PJs I yeah. need. Okay. Here for that. I love that for us. We have a promising PJ repossession career yeah. waiting for us. Yeah, exactly. Once we get out of the slums of the club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. List our emails and questions. I totally forgot about these today. Um, have you ever had someone come into the club you have never expected to see? Example from your personal life. Uh, no, but I mean, it, that, that's also... That would be wild. <laughs> that's, yeah. Oh my God. Could you imagine? I've definitely seen people who look like people I know from back home in New Zealand and it, it's a little spooky ooky. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, that's why I didn't dance in New Zealand, right? To exactly avoid, avoid that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, which I mean, I'm born and raised here. Um, but I guess maybe I just expect to always see people at the club right yeah. now. Like, it just doesn't even, um, yeah. I've never, like, had someone come in that I'm, like, uncomfortable. And, like, usually those people that you think you'd be uncomfortable, like, an, you know, an ex's best friend or something. They're always yeah. the ones that are like, oh, can we please go for dances? I've been obsessed with you. Which, I mean, like, yeah. So, no, I've never been, like. Yeah. That does remind me of a story, actually. So, like, a while ago, um, I danced for this guy, this, like, young, attractive guy, 
and we were chatting or something and I was um, straddling him. So I like felt something in his pocket and it was a rock. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, why do you have a rock in your pocket? And he's like, oh, like this, like, I don't know if he said like X or like this girl gave it to me and it like, I don't know, means something or I don't know, something like that. Cute. And then the other day. So he just ha- kept this rock in his pocket? Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess it was like For sentimental years? or something. No, no, it was like recently. Oh, I was like he's carrying around this, like, hefty rock for years. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, obviously, like, something had happened between them, and they, like, weren't together anymore. And oh um, oh, then <laughs> I was at, like, a, a friend's place. Um, like, my old room – I was catching up with my old roommate, and she has a best friend, um, and they listen to the podcast, so hi. Um, but she was like to me, oh, do you remember – like dancing for a guy who had a rock in his pocket and I was like yeah like that does sound vaguely familiar and she was like I gave it to him and I guess like he had told her that he he went to this club and like got a dance with a stripper and she asked about the rock and she was like oh like who was the strip oh and then mentioned that I was from New Zealand and of course this friend knows that I work at the club and was like oh Riley and this guy was like why do you have to be in every aspect of my life <laughs> the rock the <laughs> that's so funny what a weird I know world. yeah surprisingly no nothing yeah. like that for me I unless honestly to be fair though most of my answers take with a grain of salt so my memory is atrocious <laughs> sure, so truly the Wallace thing could have happened yesterday and it's long forgotten yeah. so um not that I remember <laughs> Um, okay, next question here. What would be y'all's perfect club? Amenities, look, services, etc. Always love hearing these. I will work in the depth of the slum. Riley have, has no shame. <laughs> to have, if there's money moving, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, perfect club. It would be, I've heard like stories before from my girlfriends or who are in their 40s, 50s now who danced in like the 90s and that. That there are clubs that had like tanning beds, they would do your hair and makeup mm. for you, like all that. That'd be pretty fucking sick. If you were like paid hourly to go in early and like get your hair and makeup done, that'd be fucking sick. Oh, you know you're having to pay those people though. Um, no, I believe the club she was talking about, it's mm. a cut it's like club takes care of it for you because they want you to look like oh, wow. 10 out of 10. Um, so that'd be fucking sick. I also really do like dancing at clubs where like gowns are expected. Like I love that like dressed up look at the club. Mm-hmm. I like that my personally. Um, and then, yeah, no contact would be great. No contact and great money. I like a good stage as well. Oh yeah. yeah, Um, a spinning pole and a static pole if you must. Yeah. That's close enough to the audience. So you're not weirdly dancing back, um, away from them to try and collect money. Uh, and then the DJ booth is actually close to, close to where you come out if you're on stage, mm. which is close to the stairs. Because um, there are a few clubs that you have to, in your costume, walk to the DJ booth, hand in your phone, walk back through the club to the other side of the stairs. Yeah, so it ruins the whole illusion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're like fighting these yeah. people. Another good um, thing I liked at a club I worked at was they had a backroom girl and she made all your sales for you. Yeah, how Which was upsell. great. Yeah. That was, I like that a lot. Uh, um, having champagne rooms because yes. here we don't really have them. Like having, being allowed champagne rooms with liquor in them is amazing. Yeah. A steak, uh, steak restaurant oh, doesn't hurt. Yeah. I don't hate some lobster mac up in here. <laughs> <laughs> I have been known to dabble for <laughs> lobster mac and VIP. Yeah. And then yeah. just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> that's all we want. Yeah, <laughs> Lobster so Max, steak, hair, yeah. makeup done, rich, wealthy Champagne room. Champagne room. <laughs> that's all. That's all. <laughs> and that's all, folks. <laughs> um, thank you for that question. Um, write that down. Um, okay, next question. Why are all your older episodes not on Spotify anymore? I want to listen to a specific episode from season one and it was gone. Um lies <laughs> why you lied to me i checked after i got this question and on my phone all the spotify's are still there do you riley's gonna pull it up to call yeah. your ass out i <laughs> do know that you've deleted some yeah of course i um deleted certain ones that like the people had asked like oh i i don't want that episode anymore i'm yeah. applying for a job interview or something it's like yeah fair fair enough no i just looked it says uh episode one 
It's wow. virtual closet tip. Episode this is what two, you do. You land guys lie to us. Last. <laughs> yeah. Episode number three, your buddy Jose interview with Sugar Baby Bianca. And then, and then uh, four is gone. And then, oh, my... And show them my gash interview with Baby Super Riley. <laughs> yeah, this I think like episode one, episode two, or what's gone? Uh, episode four. Yeah, just episode four. Yeah, I had to move like a couple of the early ones for people's requests, but I think it was like only one or two. Okay, we don't gotta go through all that. Okay, like I've gone up to twenty six, and previously they're all there. Yeah, he don't lie to us. They're there. Um. I think your phone sucks. Okay, next question. A friend of mine at work has horrible breath more days than not. I consider her a close friend and I'm not sure what to do. Should I tell her so she can fix it or will she hate me and just be embarrassed? If I do tell her, how do I say it without making her upset? Um, okay, first question. Should I tell her so she can fix it? Yes. Or will she hate me and just be embarrassed? Uh, no, you should tell her. It might be embarrassed. She might be embarrassed. Embarrassed. <laughs> He's not embarrassing. <laughs> um, no, but she might be a bit embarrassed, but it will be way less embarrassing coming from you than a customer. Yeah, that's true. Um, and also, too, like, you're saving her future embarrassment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the longer... That's what I mean. Like, yeah. at one point, a customer is going to say something because they're rude, or someone else is going to say something, and you have the, like, <laughs> chance to step and be like, hey, babe, like... Okay, that's the next question. Okay. If I do tell her, how do I say it without making her upset? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you really did sit on, like, not telling her, you could just offer her some gum. Like, take Every her piece of gum. Every time you see her. And then <laughs> offer her, her a piece of gum. Um, I would take her away from where... Like, make sure people can't overhear. Yeah. And be like, hey, babe, like, I, I think that maybe you could use a piece of gum or mouthwash um, just to, you know, so you smell extra fresh. Yeah. What... How, what if it's a, con, a constant, like, a, she has horrible breath more days than not. Like, you're going to do it every time she has bad breath. You know, yeah. Hopefully, like, a dog, like, a Pavlov dog, she, like, picks up on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, do you I, think you, she should okay, say, so, I've noticed yeah. that your breath So, yeah. Like, what's First of all, I would, someone? yeah. Um, I would for, maybe ask her if you can give her some advice before mm, sort of like instilling yes. it on Unsolicited her. Unsolicited advice, usually not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and I've definitely done that to the to people at the club and I've been like, hey babe, like do you mind if I like give you a tip or do you mind if I, um, you know, give you some advice and like feel free to absolutely not take it. Um, and then you can go on to like, I've, um, this is just something that I'm really conscious about and, like, I always think about. Um, and my breath is always fresh, so maybe. <laughs> no, but, like, you can just be like, this is just something that I'm hyper aware of or I'm hypersensitive to, to just kind of, like, lessen the blow a little bit and be like, I've just noticed that, like, on occasion, you know, your, your breath isn't, um, you know, as fresh as maybe you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an awkward thing to say. It is, but, like... Your friend, like, if she, if you're really a close friend, then she'll know it's like coming from a good place. Yeah, I um, I'd probably <laughs> do I like her? Yeah, <laughs> so I would tell her. Um, yeah, if it was like close friend, I'd probably just be like, oh hey babe, like I just noticed that um, your breast kind of like smelling right now. Do you want a piece of gum or anything? Like I would just, I'm so straight up. I'd yeah. probably be like, yo, your breath fucking stinks. Here's a piece of gum. Like I'm yeah. so blunt with things like that but if it was someone who like i'm work friends with yeah yeah i'd probably be like um um i i, I would probably preface it saying hey babe do you mind if i just um like offer a suggestion yeah um, and then she's like yeah i'm like i don't mean to like make you uncomfortable i know it's kind of weird and awkward but like i just noticed that your breath is like um i'm kind of like a little smelly yeah. <laughs> it's like an awkward thing to say well, your breath isn't as fresh as maybe it could be or like <laughs> <laughs> your dental hygiene could use some yeah I think your tooth's rotting <laughs> I so I asked I asked um I, <laughs> a friend of mine and he's <laughs> he was like um he said uh I would just do it like I do my dog and I was like what do you mean he's like I lean in and go oh stinky <laughs> <laughs> Voice he does, he goes, ooh, it's stinky. 
<laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not going yeah. to do that to their human being. Yeah. Like, like, your dog, like, lead it to her face. Yeah. So I would take away with, so like, this, this advice. I would say, um, take her away from, uh, like, a, the group. Like, make sure that people can't overhear you telling yeah, her this I because that's, that's really uncomfortable. Ask if you can give her a suggestion. And then, if possible, like, bring her the solution, too. So, like, yeah. if, you, then if you... And then she's already... If you tell us something, their breast smells, and they're like, anyways, enjoy the rest of your shift. Yeah. She's like, ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, if you have an extra pack of gum, if you have, like, I carry those, like, little mouthwashes sometimes, and then you can be like, oh, if you want to use this, I have another one in my bag. So, it obviously doesn't look like you, like, bought it just for her. But, like... <laughs> like, has her name on it. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, you don't want to be like, well, this is a problem that you have, and now she's, like, at work on a Saturday night, and is like, well, yeah. fuck, what do I do? I don't have anything to deal with that. Like, that makes yeah. it really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes, so. yes, yes. That's a good answer. Um, next question here. Anonymous. <laughs> stinky. Ooh, stinky. Are you stinky, Briz? <laughs> oh, we got to get you a dental chew. The bitch, you rotten. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do that and tell us how yeah. it goes. <laughs> Video tape before us. Uh, next. <laughs> so, so bad. Of course, that's the man's answer. Yeah. Oh, just talk to her like my dog. Ooh, stinky. Yeah. But she will thank you for it, though. It might be uncomfortable at the time, but... Yeah, of course. Next question. Anonymous, 33-year-old baby stripper here. Question for you or for the pod. Do you struggle with the club clients who seem to need to feel intellectually superior to you? I have had a graduate degree for 10 years, and I work in academia a few towns over. I do not talk about this with anyone at the club. I personally find it pretty difficult to deal with men who persist in talking down to me, even though I never tell them about my degree or job. This seems to be something I'm encountering a few times each night. Sometimes it's silly and I feel embarrassed for them, but occasionally it's downright insulting. Is this very common? Am I just sensitive to it because as someone privileged with a good education, I'm not as used to it? Should I work on playing along or are these just not the customers for me? Um, I think that that's super dependent on what your hustle is like and what sort of customer you can tolerate being around. Because if you're going to book a three hour champagne room with someone who you're not going to have a good time with because they make you feel inferior, then yeah, maybe like it, it doesn't really matter if it's, if you're trying to sell like one, maybe two dancers. Yeah. Play dumb. Like if that's, if that's kind of like within your, um, comfort zone but I don't know I feel like the club is a fantasy world and it's a place where like guys come to like live in, in a dream right so if they want to feel like they're smarter than you um in that realm and that's going to make you money like don't cut your own bag because you like have this need to make sure that they know that you're smarter than them. Be smarter than them by taking their money. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, Riley and I definitely encounter this a lot. Um, also being educated individuals. Um, there's like nothing I hate and hear more often in the club than someone saying, "Oh my god, you're like actually really smart." Yeah, as if it's like these two things cannot exist together. Yeah. A stripper and brains. Um, so. Yeah, I'm sure that's meant as a comment. It's always like, like, okay, I roll. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I have, it, yeah, I read the situation. Sometimes if a guy, it, it depends to what level. If it's like just embarrassing for them, and like I'm my brain laughing about it, and my head laughing about it, um, I can take that on the chin. And like, if I'm getting paid, if I'm getting paid well, like fuck, think you can think I'm fucking stupid. I'll play mm-hmm. the fucking, I'll play that up so well. I'm yeah. the dumbest bitch you ever met in your fucking life. <laughs> I'm also be the dumbest rich bitch you've ever met in your life. So let's go about this. Um, also having like you there with me and we can do like the side eye to each other yeah. or be like, oh, dumbass. Well, add this to the pod <laughs> for next week. Um, that's that's helpful too. Um, but yeah, if it's like disrespectful mm-hmm. and they're not paying me well then I like I'll check them a yeah. bit or I'll, I'll make a comment like you know what that was really fucking rude and I'm yeah. not about this um but if it's um if it's if I'm getting paid well like at the end of the day we're paid to be their fantasies and if their fantasy is a dumb bitch who takes their money I'll take all that money and I'll be dumb as fuck yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I you can use it to your advantage too and you don't have to go to the extreme like you don't have to 
be a complete bimbo, although it is fun from time to time. But <laughs> What's water? <laughs> you know, you can have an intellectual conversation with them with still making them seem smarter than you and using that to your advantage. So you can say, oh, you know, I've never met somebody who um, specialized in this area or did this. I would love to hear more about it. We should go do it, like go into VIP. Like, yeah, you use it to your advantage. Like at the end of the day, you're not at work to make sure that men know that you're smarter than them. Um, you're at work to make money. So it's whatever you can do that's, you know, going to protect yourself too. As you said, like, you know, you don't want to be disrespected all the time. Um, if you're not being paid well, um, but you're there to make money. Don't worry about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. At the end of the day, like exactly your job is to make money. Your job is to not, um, remind people how smart you are. And at the end of the day, like what good does this random, what good is it to you? This random person knows you're intelligent. Yeah. It doesn't pay your bills. It doesn't, you know, cover your rent. Like, if covering your rent is you smiling and being a little more stupid and, like, lowering yourself so they feel better within a respectful level mm-hmm. that you are comfortable with, like, that's how your bills are going to pay. That's your job. Um, so, yeah, as frustrating as it is, we know it's fucking annoying. But um, this, you know, take it on the chin. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, yeah, you're their fantasy, and apparently their fantasy is a dumb bitch. Be a dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah. And eventually, you you know, you will find clients who love that you're intelligent, and they're the ones that will stick around. But don't, like, cut down every customer that wants to feel smarter than you. Everyone's at the club for another reason. If it's if they want to feel like they're the man, then let them be the man and get paid for it. Yeah, no, totally. Because sometimes you just got to, like... Take it on the fucking chin and yeah. take that fucking bag home. And the longer you're in the industry, she's saying she's a baby stripper, the longer in the industry you'll get better just reading which situations are like, make the most of this, take it on the chin, and then some, and you'll also read a situation where you're like, no, fuck this. You know what? He's not paying enough and he's crossing a boundary of mine that I'm not comfortable with. Like, no. Like we say, not all money is good money. So if there's ever a time when like someone's putting you down and you're like uncomfortable or it is affecting you in some kind of negative mental way, like, fuck it. Never mind. Money's not worth it. Go home. Find a new person. Yeah. Go home, keep, did you say? Go home. Oh, find them, a new person. The customer. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> Get or up you, the night. Or a bitch and you go home too. Who cares? Go read. <laughs> go read your big fat textbooks because you're yeah. so smart. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for writing in. And the last listener message here is not a question. It's just a message I got that I thought was funny that I want to share with you. L-M-A-O. For us old people, I laugh my ass off. What do you not mean for me. us old people? We created that. You're not old. I'm the same age as you, basically. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say yes, we are. LMAO. Not me having your podcast queued up for my drive to, to Surrey, so it starts playing after my show over the speakers. No. <laughs> Was so funny. Played for a good 10 seconds to everyone. I love her. Plugging us in after her stage shows. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Danica, and I'm Riley. <laughs> no, it would have been the uh, the intro. Yeah. No, I Welcome not. to 50 Plus a Tip. Because <laughs> 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 the music is probably played for a little bit. Oh, I love that. Realize. I think all y'all should really show your support and throw yeah. us in your stage shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so that would be neat. That Dance be- to me blowing raspberries and pulling the fingers <laughs> at people. <laughs> I love that for us. Thank you. Um, so that's it for this episode. Um, big shout out to our amazing sponsors, X9, which is a local Vancouver swimwear and exotic wear company that was started for the love of creativity, art, and experimentation. Uh, they make amazing, fun, unique pieces for sex workers, dancers, performers, and the queer community to express their confidence in sexuality. Find them on Instagram at X9Bikini. Also, thank you to Levian Lash, our lovely lash tech who keeps our eyes looking incredible and with way more life than they actually do have. <laughs> Dead inside. Um, she's amazing at all types of lashes, wispy lashes, mega like Danica has. I have um, a much more... Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> a simple look, if you will. We are both getting the bottom lashes done at the moment. They're incredible. Yes. Um, go to her and say that 50 plus a tip sent to you, and you can get $20 off your first set of lashes. We love her. We sent everyone to her. Um, 
But Liz, still book us with priority. Yeah, no, don't book the other bitches first. <laughs> and that Instagram is at Lavi and Lashes. So L A V I E E N L A S H. And like Riley said, let her know 50 plus tips sent you to get $20 off your first visit. And that is it for this episode. As always, you can find us on Instagram at 50 plus a tip pod or email at 50 plus a tip at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs or email with any questions, comments. We love getting them. If you want to see the full videos of our interview, um, interview interviewees, interviewers, interviews <laughs> um they hit along to the patreon we have uh the full videos up there um if you guys have seen the little clips on our instagram you'll get a little teaser of what we are talking about um we have a twitter we are not very active on the twitter <laughs> we have twitter <laughs> Uh, yeah, so sign up to the Patreon, check it out, uh, let us know that you guys love those videos, um, that's all for now. Yeah, and also don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on everywhere you get your podcasts, um, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, literally everywhere where I got us on, and yeah, rate, review, subscribe, send us all the stars, send our podcast to all your friends, your family. Your sisters. Thank you, Polar and Allison. Yes, yes. Do it all for us. <laughs> awesome. As always, have a wonderful week. And happy whoring. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. <coughs> or no contact unless you're in light. All right. I don't know why I keep talking. <laughs>